free your soul up a bit. This is the Perfectly Imperfect Podcast with Regina and Christine, where we share our stories as women openly and honestly. We believe it's through our journeys, our happy and sad times that connect us as sisters, because we're all perfectly imperfect. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Perfectly Imperfect. I'm Regina. And I am Christine. What have you been up to? I know that like as a recap of like last year, you were really getting into the swing of things. Like we talk about starting our businesses a lot, but we don't really like go into that much detail. Yeah. So how are things going with your life coaching? I know that it's been like a kind of crazy adventure for you in 2019. And so how are things settling in in 2020? Yeah, for 2019, I've learned so much as a life coach. This just feels right. It feels like wearing a glove that just fits perfectly or wearing that dress and you're like, ooh, this just feels Cinderella glove. Yeah, because the more that I help other people, the more that I learn about myself and the things that I'm already doing, which is like self-development, self-reflection, reading books, listening to podcasts, journaling and all these things. All of that helps me help other people and helps me grow. Mm. Also, 2019 was a lot of learning how to do it in person. So I've hosted a couple of like workshops we did off the mic, which is live prison event that I would want to do with breakout group discussions. So those are things I'm looking into growing and expanding the XOXO Christine life coaching business. You know, exciting news is that I'm taking on new additional clients. So for anyone out there who's been thinking about, especially for the new year, for 2020, about getting clarity, really moving forward towards a goal that you really want to accomplish or getting some more insight into what your fears are, what are the things that are holding you back and really wanting to break through, like feel free to reach out, you know, check out my website. It's xoxochristine.com. We'll link it down below and we can just have a talk first and see what's going on, how I can help you possibly. If you're looking for a push, a breakthrough to really make actionable steps and goals moving forward, like life coaching really, really can help you with that and, you know, love to be part of your journey. That's amazing. Yes, everybody, please go check out the website. And I feel like, you know, watching you kind of grow throughout this process of pre-life coach, becoming a life coach, and now like, you know, working your way through it. Like, I think it's been so amazing watching your growth and confidence in it as well, because I feel like within these, like this little bucket of, you know, what it means to be a life coach. I feel like you really found your purpose and like it really matches up with your intentions and even hearing the way that you're like investing in yourself to help other people. Like I find that so admirable. And I think that that's like such a great first step for you in kind of continuing on to achieve all the other goals that you've always set for yourself. It really is like being able to see all these opportunities that I'm just may have not been conscious of before. And it's like, for example, launching launching our journals there was a lot of fear Mm. behind that before you know but the opportunity was always there like to do it and I think it was like like you said developing the confidence and the very thing that I'm helping my clients grow and embrace and evolve in and to step into it also helps me do that for myself Mm. yeah these are the steps like understanding that with these journals the fear before was like what if it doesn't do well what if no one buys it you know but learning that is through a step-by-step process and that's how me and regina hold each other accountable and it actually is like a lot of opportunities for for both of us to learn as entrepreneurs how to 
sell, how to market, how to be creative. And actually, it's been really fun trying to think of different ways to like be creative. Like we, we did a free plushie with every purchase because it's just something that I like to be. I like to be crafty and we wanted to give something special during the holidays, too. And it's just different ways to do that. Yeah. And that's just a small example of how life coaching has really helped me personally in many just all areas of my life versus like oh just me being an entrepreneur me being a life coach it's like it actually is just like I said it's like a 360 growth yeah and and that's amazing I think that there's a lot of times where we close ourselves off to opportunities or we see opportunities that other people are having and then we like let that get to us and in a way like we start hindering ourselves before we even allow ourselves the opportunity to grow and experience expand our horizons totally and it's just really getting to a place of thriving that's a question that I like ask myself a lot where I'm like am I thriving you know am I doing what I can to enjoy and take this moment for everything that it is even if it's challenging to me it's like like a curiosity of like oh wow, that's still a blessing in some way. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited like for the rest of 2020 and life coaching and all of that. So yeah. yeah, It's so awesome to see yourself like owning that path and owning your where you are at and wanting to continue to grow, which I feel like ties in quite perfectly into what our topic is today, which is envy and jealousy. Because I think that envy and jealousy always like looking at what other people doing and not focusing on yourself, you start to focus on what other people have and not own what you do have. Oh, that's a good tie-in. I actually, I was laughing because it was like, oh, you went from like optimal being confident about yourself to envy and jealousy. What a See, <laughs> let me get there. Let me get there. I will um, get there in the very end. Very good. Yes. yes. Um, but we wanted to talk about the difference between envy and jealousy and, you know, those feelings that we get as working professionals in this industry of being able to almost like exactly see what other people are doing and the opportunity opportunities that other people are getting and in a way also being like very harsh on ourselves when those opportunities don't necessarily come to us like immediately mm-hmm. so the way that I looked it up was based off of like my feeling of what the two words are but like Christine actually looked it up <laughs> the difference between envy and jealousy uh, I mean I use them interchangeably but there's a difference <laughs> there is a difference I would say that for me like envy is more so like what I see online. So like for me, the things that I'm usually like most envious of other people are, this is why influencer marketing always gets me. It's like when other people try a new skincare product, when they like get a new bag or something like that, I'm like, ooh, I want that too. Or when they travel, I feel like when you see other people travel, you're like, oh. Yes, and then that's the other one, like traveling. Whenever they're like in a new location that I've never been, or even if they're at a location that I've been to, but they're doing something that I haven't done, I'm like, ooh, I really want to do that, or I really wish that I did that. And then even having that like play into like career where, you know, when I see other other people who took the more traditional route and then uh, they're succeeding in it. I'm kind of like, oh man, like envious in the sense that like there's more stability and there's more assurance in what they're doing versus like what I'm doing. Mm. Um, so that to me is like what envy means. And then there's jealousy. And to me, I think jealousy, there's a lot more like anger to it and there's more like action that's being done. So for example, if there's a guy that I like and there's another girl that is seemingly 
coming in and stealing my thunder. (laughs) How dare she? How dare she? Exactly. Um, I feel like that's more so like jealousy where I want to like act on it, you know, versus. And we're going to do like beat her down. (laughs) Yes, exactly that. But like, I think that with like jealousy, there's more anger to it. And there's more like, I want to do something about this or like almost like I want to sabotage the other person or the situation so that I will get my way or like I will stop having this jealous feeling. Mm, I mean, although they say this for, I think it's with envy, but it's like the green eyed monster, but it really is like a monster that comes out of these two like envy and jealousy. Yeah. So do you find yourself being more envious or more jealous? I think younger wise, I definitely was more jealous because I think Mm. I didn't understand. And it was very service level, like you said. It was like feeling threatened as early as when my brother was born. Freaking Michael. (laughs) (laughs) We always put it on Michael. God, Michael. Yeah, just him being the golden child, him being the boy. And all these stories I told to myself about like, oh man, like he's so much more loved. He's taking away the attention from my parents. I'm no longer the default favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Like I have competition now. So yeah, yeah, I think it was definitely jealousy growing up. And then more into adulthood, I realized it's definitely more envy, just like you said. But I realized that envy comes from not necessarily envy of wanting what the other person has. I would classify it as more material things. I don't get envious of those things. I get envious of the feeling or the emotion that they must be getting from it. Mm. So I envy how loved or happy or admired or respected they must be because Mm. of that, you know, or a sense of belonging or sense of being able to connect with like other people better. Like I envy in my head, I envy that because I see it, especially like you said, with like social media, you see like the highlighted moments and they're like, it could be like, yeah, they wrote a book or like they have the speaking opportunity or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not jealous or envious of that because actually like to be real now with life coaching, I'm like, if I really wanted to, I could work towards that, you know? Mm-hmm. In the moment of feeling triggered, I feel envy that, wow, they're getting recognized. Like someone reached out to them and was like, you're so good that mm. we want you to come and do this. Or a publisher was like, "Yeah, I envy that emotion because I'm inferring from that like, oh, they must feel really great. <laughs> they must feel really happy. <laughs> and like they're getting the recognition that – That you strive for. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally relate to that. And like even with like the reason why I envy other people who are succeeding in their careers, whether it's traditional or not, I think that in a sense too, I like want that approval or just like being able to like flat out say like, yes, I'm doing this as like a meter of success, right? Like for you, right? Like, yes, I got invited by someone for this. So that means like that matters. And that's like a stamp of approval because someone else resonates with what I was saying or what I was the doing. external and, validation. Like, exactly. Exactly. And like, I totally relate to that. Yeah. Like, I think that when it comes to envy, there's like some of the material things, but then there's also like the envy of like emotion of you're like, oh, wow, that person accomplished this they got this they got exactly what they wanted like 
they must feel so satisfied yeah. <laughs> with themselves in a way, which is like very skewed because I feel like whenever you actually talk to them, they're like, no, 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 no. There's all these other things that yeah. they're thinking about. But I think that when you're just looking at it from the outside, you're just kind of like envious of that situation of how they feel. Even for me, like I know this might be even like more warped, but it's like how proud their parents could be of them. Mm. And for me, that was always like, you know, people who are doing really well and like matching and getting residency and jobs in the medical field, like that feeling of like my parents wanting me to be in the medical field, like I don't think that will go away. So when I see that in other people, I'm like, oh man, their parents must be so proud of them. And like <laughs> that's like yeah. an in like that's like a feeling of envy that I feel like I can't even kick. But when it even comes to like materialistic things, which is like what I was talking about earlier with like influencer marketing and like how it totally targets me and it gets me like almost every time. But then like there's this feeling of like once I go out and get this thing that of like someone that I follow that I really admire and I get it, I feel unsatisfied. I feel very like, oh, okay, that's it. (laughs) You know, like there's this feeling of just being like, oh, well, I got what I thought I wanted and then... It it wasn't it. Yeah, it wasn't it. I'm not satisfied. Like you built it up so much in your head that once you got it, you were like, oh, this is reality. Exactly. So like what was I envious of in the first place? Or like what was I trying to essentially like what did I see and then try to recreate in my life and it's like is that even what I wanted I think that that's a thing when it comes to envy that kind of gets blurred right like you're envious of that person doing this thing or succeeding but it's like is that even what you want for yourself or a lot of it is that we don't see the entire picture like we think that that person once they did this thing or they got this thing that they must have felt eternal happiness you know or it's like they were completely elated with all and they they could have been but then they could have also felt the same that you did (laughs) right it was like oh this is it okay but when you see it on their stories or their highlighted photo of them like you can't tell you can't Mm -hmm, tell mm -hmm. and i feel like it's like one of those things where especially looking on social media when everybody's like achieving all of these things and i'm feeling like inadequate in how much I'm achieving. I'm also like, you know, looking across like five people achieving like five different things and then like attributing that to me. And like, why am I not achieving all of those five separate things? Mm -hmm. And like in that, I feel like that causes me anxiety. It like gives me so much pressure to like overperform. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, is that really even like what I'm looking for? Yeah. And I feel like sometimes what kind of goes along with that like level of satisfaction that I get from getting the thing that I'm envious of I think that it's also like, oh, once I get it, it seems like a lot less shiny and exciting because Mm. it's like, oh, well, if I got it, then anybody can get it. And therefore, it must not be that great or exciting anyway. So I feel like there's like a lot of those feelings as well. What I'm like starting to realize where I like paint this picture of what could be. And then once I'm done painting the picture and I get it, I'm kind of like, oh, okay. In a way, I discount myself and like the amount of effort that it took to put in because if it's something that I can have or I can do, I'm like over it. And it it seems a lot less special to me because I'm like, oh, well, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah. I mean, I hear you on that. On a much smaller scale example, like I love cute toys 
and collector's toys and there's been a series of these freaking cute as dinosaur toys from taiwan from a taiwan <laughs> artist that like i cannot get because they're just sold out everywhere and the more that i can't have it the more that i want it yeah but then when i really stop to think about it so i have one <laughs> yeah and I don't even like, I'm like, it's still in the bag. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, I need to get your brethren. Like, I need all of them. But then I'm pretty sure once I get it, it's like, cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's like totally how I felt about like a lot of like beauty and skincare, especially in like the prime days of YouTube, where I was just buying so much makeup because I was like, oh, so-and-so is using that bronzer i need that bronzer oh so-and-so is using this new blush i need that blush like oh this brand came out with this new thing like i need it i need it (laughs) i need to have it and then i'd buy it and then i'd be like over it like literally almost like immediately after receiving it i'm like cool all right it's not that great you know and it was like why did i have this envy of needing it and wanting it like what am i trying to prove in having materialistic things like a dinosaur <laughs> or the newest blush by okay, Too okay. Faced. Okay, first of all, this dinosaur I'll show you is so freaking cute. It has It's holding a boba cup and that's why I bought it. It was so cute. But the other ones are eating like Taiwanese treats. It's just it's like, see, that's the feeling that I want, right? Like the feeling that I'm looking for, the feeling that I'm envious of myself <laughs> or maybe of what <laughs> other people. Eating the Taiwanese foods. <laughs> yeah, or just what other people might feel when they have all these sold out dinosaurs that I can't get. It's right, this immense right. squealing joy. Because I do, I, I'm just like, when I see it online when i see photos i hype myself up over it i'm like oh my god it's so cute yeah and you have this feeling of like oh my god i can't live without it yeah yeah (laughs) consumerism consumerism (laughs) at its finest completely consumerism capitalism like all the isms because of this idea of ourselves that we want to like essentially like project right like oh i have this dinosaur and you don't (laughs) almost (laughs) okay i don't think that's that's really for me it's 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 like i want it because i think in my head every time i see it if i put it out on display it's gonna bring me that same immense joy as when i feel when i'm looking at it on screen in photos that i when i can't have it right so i want that constant like almost a tangible thing that i can reach to and be like oh it brings me joy so much joy right now you know And I think that's really what it is that I'm trying to get and realizing that that's not actually, well, we know, we know that this dinosaur is not going to bring me intense joy all the time, right? So then my question to you is like, what do you think when you're envious? Like, what is it that you're really looking for? What do you think you're really searching for? I think that when I'm envious of things that other people have or traits or successes, like those are just like a reflection of me and my insecurities and the things that I feel like are lacking within me. Yes, yes. And so not to say that a blush is lacking within me, but I think that like just that idea of like, oh, being really put together, you know, like I think that before I was always like, oh, I have to do my makeup like flawlessly and cover every single imperfection and just like look like a magazine cover all the time because then people won't really be able to see (laughs) everything that's happening on behind the Mm -hmm. closed doors or like just like putting out this like image of myself of like, oh, if I, you know, put on foundation and blush and bronzer and all of these things and I somewhat have my life together and people will look at me and think that I have my life together. Right, because that's what you're inferring from the influencers that you're watching that are like, is using this particular blush. So that mm-hmm. has she has all the components on her face so that if you mimic that, then 
you mimic that feeling of like, oh, she has it all together. These are all the ingredients that she's kind of using, almost like a recipe. Yeah. If I can recreate that for myself, then Mm -hmm. I need to have all the things that are on this list. And it's not even about the blush. It's not even about the material things or the successes of others people, but it's just like the insecurity that I get. Like kind of what I was saying earlier, like whenever I see someone succeeding in the medical field, it's like, oh, I know that if I had just done that, I would have made my parents so proud. And not to say that my parents aren't proud of me in the path that I'm taking now, but it's just like this like idea. Dude, your parents are so (laughs) proud of you. (laughs) Every time I I go over to visit, your parents like beam. Okay, your mom is the funniest human being. I love your mom so much. But like you can tell even through her sass, like how much she adores you. You don't have to do anything. And she's like, oh. I know, but I think that it's just this, again, it's this idea that I've that you, created. You already have it, though. That's the thing. That's the I thing, know, right? But it's I'm just, not satisfied, right? Like, I'm still like, ah, but if I had done this, or if I had done that, or if I had more tangible things to show, I would be more proud, and I would be more satisfied, and I wouldn't feel so envious of so-and-so doing similar things as me. Right. This is where it's like the actual reality and what we perceive as reality are two very different things. Completely <laughs> couldn't be like there it's like parallel universes that are like completely different. I think that whenever I think of being successful and all of that, like I think that one of my biggest fears is like what if one day I do achieve that success and then like still not being happy and still not being satisfied because I'm still projecting and looking at what other people view yes. as success and like def- using that to define my success. And that's the crux of it, right? Because if you can think this about yourself, then the person that you're envying probably also thinks that about themselves. Like, so you're like, oh, you have it. You have this and that and that and that. Really interesting that you said like, oh, how I think of myself is how they think of themselves. I was actually going to say, I feel like I internalize it in the way it's like how I think of myself is how they think of me. Yeah, it's just crazy to think that. It's like wherever we are in life, feeling that dissatisfaction makes a lot of sense because it's like as we get older, right? We always think that, oh, by this point of our lives, projecting forward, we're going to be at this place and doing this and we're going to feel this. And then once it happens and you get there and you may not necessarily, that's not your reality. Or even if you do get it, you don't feel the way that you should. That's a very common thing. I think we even did an episode about it. Yeah. What it actually is, is not even what it's about because that's why we say with like being present and you're missing the point, right? Because everything that we're chasing through being envious, through being jealous is a deeper sense of what you said about what we're lacking, what we perceive that we're lacking. But then, you know, one of the biggest insights for me, one of the biggest senses of release is what I thought as uh, insecurity or a big fear of mine ended up just being like, there was no reason for it to exist at all. Those are the points where I'm just like, like, oh, I don't think my parents love me. Or like you said, my parents aren't proud of me. But then realizing having deep conversation with them that they actually do like there was no valid reason for me to keep holding on to that fear and that's the fear that drives a lot of my decisions and the seed of that comes from fear everything that comes from that fear is just coming from a place of lack like i'm never gonna achieve it you know no matter what i do they're never gonna be proud of me but i'm still gonna keep trying and i think in a way we kind of twist it in our heads like oh this is what motivates us to do better but really it's like everything that comes from that from that seed is almost poisonous you know because it carries that taintedness versus if you're able to see and fill that space of what you feel like you're lacking or what you envy 
in other people is what it's saying to you about what you wish that you had. It's like you might already have that, you know, Mm -hmm. really looking and digging in deeper to be like, is it already here? I envy that this person feels happiness. I envy that this person feels recognition. I was feeling that actually recently where I was watching somebody launch something and then it it did really, really well. And then like part of me was just like, oh man, everything I do feels like it comes really hard. You know, it almost looks Mm -hmm. like they release something and it just sells out right away. In my head, I think I was envious of just how easy it comes to them from what I perceive that it looks like it's easy. That person has it and I don't have it, whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Or it's like seemingly easier for other people than it is for us. Right. But again, we're looking at the highlight reel. And not like the day-to-day of like point A to point B of like the steps that it took to actually get there. Right, right. And also that when I really reflect on myself, that actually I have had those opportunities my way where, yes, I know that I've worked hard for it, but I also have had people sign up for like life coaching right away. And then like, you know, for this podcast, like we have listeners all the time and people that come up to us all the time, you know? So as much as I feel like I'm lacking in that or I don't have that, like it has already happened in my life. And what do I feel from that? I feel very fulfilled when I remind myself of that. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's when I can flip the switch of their success does not define my failures because I actually have this, I have success in different ways, you know, or maybe even in the same way. Just like you said, I discount it or I conveniently forget about it because I see it in that moment and how they're receiving it and I'm like how come it's not happening to me like that right now that's actually missing the entire point completely and I totally agree with you like I think that sometimes it's hard not to see other people doing a lot of the same things that we are and only being able to be like oh my god but their audience is x times bigger or like they're doing so much more or like oh their merch is doing much better or whatever the fact is like I think that it's hard to disassociate other people's successes with your own failures because they're completely irrelevant at the end of the day but I think that it's our ability to internalize it that makes it feel like it's an almost like an attack on ourselves Regina here. As we grow older, we continue to recognize just how important mental health is. That's why we're so excited to be partnering with BetterHelp, an online therapy platform that allows you to connect with mental health professionals within the comfort of your own home. I have to admit, when I first started my sessions, I didn't know what to expect. I was nervous and I felt like I wanted to improve on so many different aspects of my life. My counselor was able to sit me down and help me dissect the individual things that made me feel overwhelmed and made me realize there was one overarching theme. Now, we are working on the little steps to help me achieve my goals. My mindset has been slowly improving, and I can feel myself becoming more confident and productive as I continue to incorporate more of her tips. The process is simple. Head to betterhelp.com pip to take a short quiz to assess your needs, and you will be paired with a licensed professional within 24 hours. They have counselors that focus on depression, anger, stress, anxiety, trauma, and anything you share is confidential. The counselor will work with you to come up with solutions that you can easily incorporate into your everyday life. And for being a part of our PIP fam, you will get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com PIP. So start taking care of yourself and your mental health today. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash PIP, P-I-P. Mm-hmm. 
Right. And I think like we tend to do this like one to one thing, like this comparison equals this. They are getting this. That thing hasn't happened in my life in that way. Therefore, I fail. They succeed. And mm-hmm. it's not one to one because in the different ways that you've succeeded, it may not have exactly panned out like that example, but you have succeeded in many different ways or maybe in a similar way. It's just not in that particular way that you saw on that one Instagram story or that one Instagram (laughs) post, you know? So I think it's reminding yourself of that. What you're envious of, you already have in your life. And really writing that down, taking that into account, reminding yourself of that, that you're capable and you have done that. So I think it's like from a place of lack changing it into practicing abundance mindset. You can shift that energy from, I don't have enough of this, therefore I don't like want to give anything away. So then what comes from that, what stems from that is jealousy, competition, selfishness, looking out just for yourself, closing other people off. And the seed of that poison kind of seeps into your, like that negativity can consume your decision-making versus if you're able to channel the very thing that you feel like you're lacking that you don't have and you see that you actually like there's plenty of love there's plenty of opportunities friends admiration respect in this world there's never a lack of that so if you can pinpoint what is it that you feel like you're envious of and you channel that and you see that you actually do have that in your life and put more effort into giving that outwards so let's say for me in that instance it's like oh i don't feel like i got the recognition so then if i'm jealous of the recognition that other people are getting then channeling that and like actually i do have a lot of recognition what does recognition even really mean to me and then really recognize yourself first and then recognize other people that's how you start practicing abundance mindset You can give freely versus feeling like, no, I'm jealous of you. I'm envious. I'm only going to be stuck in this loop. Yeah. And I think too, it's really being able to like hone in on like, what are you even jealous of? What are you even envious of? Like when you look at other people and you feel that like, ah, I wish I could be doing that or I wish I had that. Look within yourself. Take your example for me. When I see other people who are in the medical field, I'm like, oh, what about that specifically am I jealous of? You know, as I mentioned earlier, it was like parental approval. Part of it too is like job stability. Maybe it's job title. Maybe it's job industry. Like focusing on like, what is that thing that I'm truly envious of? Because like, I think that with social media, it's really easy to be envious of like 800 million different things, but to really focus in on like, why are you even envious of that in the first place? Like, what is that thing that you're envious of that you feel like you lack and therefore you admire that person or like that person? Really getting to the root of understanding like what you are trying to look for or like, what is that void that you're trying to fill by filling it in with like materialistic things or a job title or recognition? Right. Even one step further is asking like, what are you going to get from that? You know, if you get that job title, what is it that you're searching for? Mm -hmm. Like you said, is it a measure of success? Is it something that you can go back to your parents and be like, see, look, I'm doing it. Or like you get more money from it. So therefore you can buy more things. There's underlying thing that is driving you. And when you can really see it for what it is and ask yourself, is that recognition or or having my parents be proud of me really going to bring me happiness? Is that what you're really looking for? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And really ask for yourself. If your parents are only happy or proud of you, if you get a job title, then I don't know. I think that says something because you constantly have to do and prove yourself when 
maybe just being you and really channeling how is it that you're enough as you are and that you're striving you're working hard all these different qualities and capabilities that you already have and possess like that is what makes you you that is what makes your parents love you and proud of you that you're a good person so i think it's like realizing those truths versus these false truths that we tell ourselves from this imagined perceived reality yeah and like that are probably even like rooted in our like own childhood insecurities that have now blossomed into adult insecurities like i do know at the end of the day that my parents are proud of me but it's still hard for me to like let go of this ideal person that I feel like they wished that I was. Right. And it's unrealistic for me. And when I went into media and I had to explain to them and walk them through like the different job titles, I was like, okay, well, you start as a coordinator and then you work up your way to a manager. And then that step of becoming a coordinator to manager meant so much to my parents because that was their way of understanding success. That was their measure of success. That was like a tangible way for them to understand that. But then even when I achieved that, and I was able to get the title bump and the increased salary, I was just kind of like, it was great. And I'm proud of myself for like standing up for myself and, you know, fighting for that. At the end of the day, I was still not satisfied with what I was doing. And so even though I was envious of everybody else who was getting the title raises before me, once I did get it, I was like, oh, was this even really like what I was trying to get? So that's when you get the feelings of being dissatisfied when what you thought you were envious of, when you get it, you're like, oh, that's not even really what I was truly envious of in that first place. Yeah, because essentially in that example, you got your parents' approval. They were proud of you, but that did not, whatever you were thinking that you're going to feel from that for however long, it didn't satisfy you, right? Because that wasn't it that's not it and really the difference of knowing that your parents love and are proud of you same with me right the difference in knowing that embodying that and then moving forward with that energy is totally different from oh my god i'm gonna be a disappointment i need to prove to my parents that i'm succeeding i'm doing well i can take care of myself completely different energy and the way that even the way that i approach them or talk to them from both of those energies is completely different because when they're questioning me about this and that, about my career and all that. When I come from a place of like, oh, like I'm not never going to be good enough, I feel very defensive. I feel like, oh, this is what it, like, trust me, you know, you do this every time. Like, yeah. You know, and then it turns out into a full blown argument that isn't even about. Yeah, it's not what even you guys about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then when it is from a place of like, no, I know, like, I'm learning from it. I know that I'm growing from it. I know this is what I want to do right now. And even though I don't know the outcome, it's making me feel fulfilled and purposeful. And when I say and share that to them, it's a completely different energy. Whether they get it or not, it actually, to me, at the point, doesn't really matter. Because I'm like, I know within myself that this feels aligned for me. And that's the feeling I think that we might feel envious of when we think that's what other people are experiencing in their life when they get something or do something. You know, it's that place of confidence, that place of like just feeling centered and empowered. I think that's something that we can all channel at any point of our lives by the decision to do so and practicing abundance mindset, you know? And I think it also really helps to spend more time with people who do practice abundance mindset or think like this. Because like, I've very much noticed that when I'm around people that are always like complaining or I'm never gonna be good enough or this is blah, blah, blah. That makes me think like, oh, am I not doing enough? But then when I'm around people that are like uplifting, can switch that and see it for themselves of like, well, you know what? Yeah, they may not have worked out the way that I thought. However, I got this from this. I'm learning 
learning from this. I'm like, oh, what a great way to think about that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that envy doesn't always need to come with such like a negative connotation. Like I think that envy can also be a little bit of a motivator in the sense that you're like, oh, wow, I'm really envious that this person does in-person speaking events or, oh, that this person wrote a book. That's also a way for you to keep in check and be like, oh, hey, I didn't know that I had that within yeah, myself that I or like that, that, that I wanted to do that and that I had even any interest in doing that. And that can be like a way for you to like even create your own bucket list of being like, wow, that person did that thing that I really greatly admire. And it can be a way for you to learn about yourself and why you're having those feelings of envy. Yeah, absolutely. And actually what has come from that this past year is being able to channel from abundance a level of curiosity so I don't see them as competition I actually reach out to them and ask them for their advice I pick their brain about it and I see them as an ally versus someone that I'm competing in my own head <laughs> about yeah. who gets these you know these opportunities or not and I learned so much those feelings of like anger being bitter and resentment towards other people also happens a lot within women like, I feel like we always are like, oh, if she got that, then like that means that that's something that I won't get. Or like that means that I'm missing out because she is succeeding. And I feel like if your envy comes in that form of just anger and frustration, then that's when you really need to check yourself and really understand and get to the root of what your envy truly is. Yeah, that's when I think I could recognize it within myself before where it really started to get poisonous. Yeah, there's a really fine line between having envy be this kind of motivational way for you to like set bucket lists or think of new ideas. And, you know, I love what you said about curiosity. I think that there's a lot of curiosity that can come with envy, but that fine line of that envy of, of curiosity turning into like bitterness and hatred. And I think that that's when you really need to just observe how these things affect you, right? Because if someone's getting a blush and you're like upset about it, then that's, <laughs> it's very obviously that it's not just about that materialistic thing. It hits at a deeper level than that. Yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about the blush thing, I've definitely with blushes too, I realize that blushes don't show up on my skin as well as like a lot of these like beauty gurus where, you know, they do that little swatch thing. They, they, they like rub it into their skin. And it's like, oh, it's glowing. It's magical. Yeah. And then for me, it's just like, I don't know. Like, I look like a clown in my own head. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So like, let's talk about blush because <laughs> I completely agree. My skin is so oily. And I also noticed that I personally get like a natural flush as well. Mm. So whenever I put blush on, at the beginning of the day, it looks great. But throughout the end, I just look very, like, to me, I'm just like, I feel so red and, like, everything. And I tried different colors and different tones and all of these things. And I was always like, why doesn't this fit on me? Yeah, why doesn't it look good? Yeah, why doesn't it look good? But when someone else recommends a new blush, I was like, oh, my God, I need it. Yeah. And it was, like, trying to fit this idea Something as simple as using blush in my routine into who I was, even though the puzzle piece was very obviously like not working. Yeah. And now that I've like really learned my own makeup routine and what works for me, I'm like, oh, you know what? Actually, blushes don't really work well on me. Mm. And in that, I've like learned like, oh, you know, I use bronzer to give myself a little bit of color. And then like I have like a little bit of a natural flush. Mm. So I don't need blush. Yeah. So even though we're talking about something as simple and potentially materialistic as blush, it was really just me learning what worked for myself versus like what worked for other people and trying to put that on myself. Right. It's really like the envy came from like, wow, they know really what works for them. 
really well. And it does work for them really well. Like we said, with like trying to put in the ingredients, the exact ingredients from the recipe so we can turn out like that. That's not actually the point. It's not, like we said, it's not about the blush. It may be an ingredient of it, but that's not actually what we want, what we're searching for, right? The end recipe is the self-confidence. It's the, I know what works for me, what doesn't. And I feel good about it. You know, essentially like a lot of makeup and clothing. And this is not just with girls, you know, it's like, or even with titles and promotions and all of that, we're getting into a relationship, right? It's what we think it says about us. And what is it that you want that aligns truly with what you want, not what you think other people want or what you think you should want. That's really what it is like and the envy of like how other people seem like they have it all together or that they know what they're doing and all of that. But then is that their voice or is that your voice? And for you, how do you get to a point where like, you know, for yourself that you may not know the outcome or you may not have all the ingredients that this other person has of like job title, car, good family, etc. from what we see. But then what is it that works for you with it? Like, because I know a lot of times we look at other people like, dude, they have such great parents or they come from money or etc. Right. And then you're like, how can I like my parents are not good people. You know, like, I'm not saying my parents, but I'm saying other people like my, people, <laughs> my parents are not are good people. But like, I don't have that relationship with my parents at all. I'm not even talking to them to them, you know. So how can I ever be happy like the other people who have all these exact ingredients? Right. But really looking at your life and seeing what works for you, perhaps your blood family may not be what gives you joy and comfort and stability and acceptance and acceptance right but how do you give that to yourself and also you can have families outside Mm -hmm. you make your own families yeah you know and that's what may work for you in your life that's different from somebody else that's a different ingredient but essentially the recipe of feeling fulfilled feeling accepted and loved and connected like you can do it your own way a hundred percent But yeah, I definitely love what you said about just like being able to like look internally and really getting to the root of the problem by understanding yourself, understanding what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And I'm not saying completely stop seeking external validation or admiration of others, because I think that that's a very unrealistic goal, but, you know, really being able to like twist that into something that works well for you, like being, you know, turning envy into curiosity, not letting yourself fester on the envy and have it turn into jealousy and anger and resentment. It's really about like your mental shift of how you go about things and how you think of the situation versus like just focusing on the surface level and not really letting yourself like get deeper than that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's something where it can feel very impossible to do sometimes. It's like, yeah, that's great that I I know that, you know, but how do I actually implement that? And I do really encourage, you know, like we always say talking to somebody or journaling your thoughts or if you need extra help, I think like therapy or life coaching, like I mentioned earlier, having extra help as in like not that you can't do it yourself, but then you get results. You can get results faster. Someone's helping you identify your feelings, asking you very targeted questions and sifting through what is you and what is not you. And you really get to be confronted and you prioritize yourself given that hour or however long that, you know, you meet with a professional to really hone in on these things so that you can get clarity and you can start making decisions for yourself and implementing these things that I know it's hard because like we always talk about these like lofty kind of like, oh, this is how you can better yourself. This is with self-reflection and all of that. And then like 
cool. We listen to that on the podcast, but then I go into my daily life and I still get triggered over the things. You know, I may sometimes feel motivated in that moment, but then afterwards I'm like, I'm back into my like couch potato life. Totally get it because we feel the same way too many times, right? But then, you know, with 2020, this new year, or even just at any point of your life, you can take hold of your life and be the protagonist, be the hero of your life and then make decisions that serve you. Yeah, live your life. Make those decisions. You know, take those actionable steps whether it's by yourself committing to one hour a week for prioritizing self-care in some way or reaching out to a professional therapy or life coach myself even emailing me or regina dming us you know like that's taking action versus just sitting there passively feeling envious letting it spiral letting it spin and you just feeling more and more sad and depressed about what your life and what your perceived reality is yeah i I love that it's definitely about creating those opportunities for yourself rather than just sitting behind a screen mulling over all the reasons why it didn't work out and why you're envious it worked out for someone else but i think that we always have to remember that we're only seeing the little slice of the other person's life and what their successes are. And it really does require a lot of work and a lot of you going out there and creating the opportunity for yourself instead of waiting for the opportunities to come to you. So yeah, yeah. 2020, 2020. I can see clearly now. Get it? I can see clearly like, now. Yeah. Cause it's the rain is gone. <laughs> Cause I have, yeah, well, Christine and I do not have 2020 vision. No, but. far from it. I'm like legally blind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, you get the point. You get the point. Yeah, I feel like that's a really great way to wrap it up. I mean, we always talk about self-reflection and how much that can really truly help you. So if you need help with that, we have these amazing journals with the theme of untold stories, just a really great way for you to start writing out your feelings. And if that seems really daunting to you, be sure to follow our Instagram at perfectly.imperfect.podcast because we'll be posting weekly prompts for you guys to follow along. I feel like sometimes when you just have like blank pages staring at you. It's very nerve wracking. And you're like, oh my gosh, where do I even start? I have so many feelings and things to talk about. Or they don't know what their feelings are. They don't know what to write down. Yeah, exactly. You know, we really wanted to craft these prompts in a way that will get your thinking brain going and just just a way for you to like start opening up and think about topics or things that you may not necessarily think about on the daily basis. So be sure to check those out. Every journal purchase just keeps supporting this podcast and gives us the ability to keep this podcast going. And so we really, really appreciate the love and support that you have given us. And uh, we'll be sure to link everything in the description box below. So be sure to check that out. Bye. Bye. Yeah, the sun's so moving. Yeah, the sun's so moving. Yeah, the sun's so moving.